Welcome to the Illuminate Business Advisors podcast. This is designed for anyone who hires, trains, leads a team, or all of the above. If you're a business owner or team leader, you're in the right place. If you aren't subscribed to our podcast, please do so at iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Thank you for being here, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, this is Richard Dvorak, Managing Partner with Illuminate Business Advisors. Thanks for joining the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about conation, but more specifically, one of the action modes. And if you've never heard the term conation, Webster's defines it as an inclination, such as an instinct, a drive, a wish, or a craving to act purposely. The way I think about or define conation from a layman's perspective is how do, are people likely to take action? So when given a problem, given a challenge, given an assignment at work or personally, how are they likely to initiate action? And the reason conation is so important to me is I've seen the impact in my personal life, but also in businesses that we're involved with. And conation is the center of everything we do at IBA. So by measuring people's conations, we can then help companies hire more effectively. We can help train more effectively and help them increase employee and team engagement. And conation, the only assessment that I'm aware of that measures this is the Colby A index, and that's K-O-L-B-E. And you can go to colby.com and you can take the Colby A index in about 20 minutes and understand what your instinctive strengths are. You can measure your conation. And there's four action modes that it covers. So if you haven't seen this before, if you haven't seen a Colby index report, what you get is you get four action modes. There's fact finder, there's follow through, quick start, and implementer. And today I'm going to dig into the fact finder and explain what this is, how it works, and then why it's important to measure when you're running a business or when you're hiring for a business, training, trying to grow a team, and trying to develop a team. And so what I need you to visualize is like a red cylinder. And on the top is a number one, on the bottom is number 10. And that's how each of these four action modes in the Colby A index shows up on this one piece of paper. So you have this red cylinder, one being on the top, 10 being on the bottom. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Now, I think the reason it's inverted that one's on the top is because Kathy Colby, the, the founder of this assessment, she wants you to know that one is not any worse than a 10. A one can be a strength given the right situation. So she also breaks it down into three different sections. So on the top, one through three, and then four through six and seven through 10 are grouped or defined a little bit differently. So let me start at the top. And a fact finder, somebody that scores a one, a two, or a three, their inclination, the way they take action, the way they gather information or share information is typically to simplify. And if you want to get a great resource for conation, so if you're using this tool in your business, you can get what's called the Colby Bottom Lines book. And I'm actually just looking at that right now. And it's a quick reference on all of these action modes and the different sections that I'm going to talk about. So one through three is categorized as somebody who might simplify. So this type of person is likely to distill information, estimate, approximate the particulars, see the big picture, minimize investigation, get right to the point, condense data. So they're not going to need as much data typically before they're comfortable taking action. Now, four through six, this is somebody who might explain. 
So for example, they might review the data, work within priorities, start with the highest probability, test analogies, clarify specifics. So a four through a six is going to need, typically need more data than somebody that's a one through three. Now a seven through 10, anytime somebody's a seven through 10, we say they initiate in this area. So a seven through 10, the way we talk about this or describe it is somebody who might strategize. So this is a person who is likely to research in depth, establish specific priorities, define objectives, assess probabilities, provide historical evidence, develop complex strategies. And none of these are good or bad. So in other words, in some situations, somebody who simplifies a one through three fact finder is going to be the ideal person for a position or for a task. And in some situations, a seven through 10 is what you're going to want or need. So I'll share with you some examples of how this has played out in my own life. Well, I'm a seven fact finder. So before I take action solving a problem or you know, addressing a task, I tend to strategize. I tend to look at what data do I have, what's worked in the past, what hasn't worked in the past, you know, what did I learn from that? And so you know, I'll think about a plan, I'll strategize, and I'll try to minimize my, my chances for failure. So my wife is a nine fact finder, and that's obviously higher than a seven. We, we actually say longer in Colby parlance, but she's going to need a lot more data than me. Now, you might think a seven versus a nine is not that big of a difference. I like to think about it as not seven versus nine degrees, but 70 degrees versus 90 degrees. So whenever we're doing something like taking a vacation or going somewhere new, I know that she's going to typically want and need more information to feel comfortable. And if I don't give her that information, then she's going to have questions. And that's okay. Now I, I can appreciate this and realize that this is her strength. Now, if we're in a situation, my wife and I, where we need to take quick action, we need to bottom line it, we're not the best people to ask because we tend to need and desire more data. So in that situation where we need to launch quicker, we need to bottom line it, that is actually not a strength, okay? We, we want somebody that can simplify and that can cut right to the chase. So what is the implication or why am I, why am I going through this? Well, if you're hiring somebody you really would should understand what their cognitive strengths are before hiring. So if I have a position that requires research and looking at data and you know really being thorough, I'm going to want somebody that is on the longer end of the fact finder range. If I want somebody in a position where that's not important to me, I need them to take quicker action. I need them to bottom line it. I need them to be okay with with limited information then I'm going to want to find somebody on the shorter end of the fact finder. And you can measure this in hiring using the Colby A index. It's actually EEOC compliant. Now, if I already have people in a team, then I want to measure this to figure out how are they likely to take action. So even if you work with somebody for five or 10 years, you can measure this and then immediately get insight into how much data they like and they prefer before taking action. And so Whenever I've done this with teams, sometimes we'll have people that when they measure the fact finder, they realize, oh, this is why that person always asks questions in those meetings. You know, we're at the end of the meeting, we think everybody's on the same page, and they come back and they have more questions and the meeting's longer. I had a woman in one of our um, team training sessions, and she's a nine fact finder, just like my wife. And she sat there 
for a couple of minutes and, and I asked her, you know, what, what does this validate about you? What have you learned about yourself? And she just said, you know, I'm not a weirdo. I always wondered why when people would come ask me things, I just, I never want, feel comfortable answering right away, right away. I need to go back and I need to research and I need to, you know, come back and make sure that I'm giving them the right answer. And she goes, oh, I'm not a weirdo. I, I, I just, uh, it was funny. We laughed about it, but she really in that moment was able to say, okay, this is a strength and it's okay. She needed to be comfortable with that about herself. And then her team members needed to understand and appreciate that. So, you know, the first step, if you want to figure this out for yourself, if you've never measured your conation or the people around you, go to Colby.com or, or contact us and we can get you this assessment. Take it. It takes about 20 or 30 minutes. And in that time, you'll learn a lot about yourself. You'll validate things that maybe you, you just kind of knew intuitively but it'll clarify some things in your mind. And then you can measure um, the cognitive strengths of people you're gonna hire, train, or that are already on your team or already in your business. So in my next podcast, I'm gonna get into the other action modes, but I hope you enjoy dipping our toes into fact finder and conation and what that means and what the impact is on your business. Um, and for more information, you can check, out, check us out at illuminateba.com. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe. And if you already are subscribed, we'd love to get a rating, get some feedback on how you think we're doing. Thank you for listening to the Illuminate Business Advisors podcast. Please subscribe so you can get updated episodes at iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. If you are already subscribed, please leave us a rating to let us know how we are doing, but only if the content was worth a five. If not, please check out our episode library and find one that you would give a five rating. You can find more information about our company at illuminateba.com. Thanks again for listening and here's to your success.